Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees. So I want to do a little insert on the uh, Matt Carpenter signing, kind of a move out of right field for the New York Yankees. Sign the veteran, uh, former St. Louis Cardinal, to a major league contract and add him to the starting lineup right away as the Yankees uh, open up in Tampa and take the first game 7-2. to two. Uh, Get a, another brilliant performance from Nesta Cortez. Not to get too much into the details of the game, but uh, to give the Yankees eight strong innings. They did bring him out to the ninth, uh, but ended up giving him a single as they yanked him out and had Peralta uh, clean the game up. Now, Tampa did, you know, put across two cosmetic runs there in the bottom of the ninth. But, again, the Yankees easily had the game in hand. And, again, they went 7-2. Just another brilliant performance from Nestor Cortez as he just continues this fairy tale season. And who's, who knows? Let's see. Maybe there's a Cy Young at the end of the road on this one. But the story is about Matt Carpenter, uh, who the Yankees signed. Now this comes on the heels as the Aaron Hicks, uh, another name added to the growing injured reserve list, uh, listed as a hamstring injury. Uh, but Hicks says, you know, we don't know really what the situation is. I mean, he's been quite miserable for the past few weeks, especially at runners in scoring position. So maybe it was the hamstring. Uh, maybe it's just, you know, his surgically repaired wrist is barking on him a little bit. Uh, could be that. So we don't know right now. So it's kind of interesting to sign Carpenter. Uh, reason being because he could play multiple positions. So is this a situation where they feel they're going to be short in the outfield? Or is it a situation where they feel, hey, we're going to be a little shorthanded in the infield? Because uh, now you have DJ LeMayu. Not on the IL, but dealing with some left wrist soreness, as well as Donaldson's out a little bit just uh, with the COVID protocol. So, again, the Yankees are a little shorthanded, and Carpenter provides him that flexibility where he can play kind of a jack-of-all-trades, similar to Marvin Gonzalez, can play multiple positions, he can play third base, he can play second base, he can play first base, he can also play outfield a little bit for the Yankees. And he's a left-handed bat, uh, something that the Yankees are a little short of now with, uh, you know, with losing Hicks, as well as not having Ben Rovet, who, again, originally was probably supposed to be the backup starter, but... Uh, hasn't been healthy so far this season. Again, recovering from a left knee procedure, which is going to have him sidelined for at least another six or seven weeks. So, again, Carpenter gives the Yankees a left-handed bat, can play multiple positions, and a little veteran leadership. Uh, 36 years old, uh, former three-time All-Star. Last time was 2016. Now, physically, it seemed like he was shot You know, last year. Only hit 169 with the Cardinals with three home runs, but supposedly he revamped his swing. And he's been hitting much better. Again, Texas Rangers gave him another opportunity this season. Was in their minor league system. We hit 275 with six home runs. So, again, maybe the revamp swing has been working for him. And supposedly he's been on the Yankees' radar for a while, which is like, you know, a little scratchy head there. Now he is 36 years old. Uh, you know, the Yankees overall, you know, Cashman has been doing a good job keeping the average age of the team down a little bit. Again, about a decade or so ago, the Yankees always had the oldest roster in the league. Uh, recently, more recently, the Yankees have been quite young. The only kind of quote-unquote old guy has been Donaldson this season at 36 years old. And now you bring in another 36-year-old. Uh, but again, I don't think this is any type of long-term solution. And no, and, and a lot of Yankee fans are also saying, hey, you know, if Hicks is going to be out for a while, why not let's just bring in Brett Gardner and give him another shot? You know, you're not going to bring in Brett Gardner who's kind of, you know, you have a certain dignity and respect for him. You don't bring a guy like that in here unless you plan on having him for the rest of the season. So that kind of tells me that, you know, they only going to probably only have Carpenter here for a couple of weeks. Kind of a scratch your back, scratch out back situation where, hey, look, if you do well here, another team is going to want to pick you up and give you a contract. Similarly, so with Cano and the Mets, you know, the Mets cut Cano loose. Now, Cano didn't really audition or play anywhere uh, after that. But at least San Diego kind of swooped and said, hey, you know what? We'll give you a shot. So, again, if Carpenter does well here, maybe hits a few home runs at Yankee Stadium, you know, that as a left-handed hitter. Um, you know, maybe a team will give him a, a, another chance. So this is kind of getting a scratchy back, scratch out back situation. And also Brett Garner, he's kind of limited in terms. He can only play outfield. Uh, so he can only play maybe center, uh, center field or left field for the Yankees. Yankees kind of have that covered uh, already. 
but you know, Carpenter, the advantage Carpenter has over Brett Gardner is that Carpenter can play both the outfield and the infield. So he kind of has a leg up there on Brett Gardner. And again, you're not going to bring Gardner here for a few weeks and then dump him on the street where you don't really owe anything to Matt Carpenter. You can bring him in here and whether you want to cut him when some of these players come back uh, or you want to designate for assignment, again, you don't owe him. He doesn't owe you. So you could dump him off the street. Like You could just dump him after you're done. You're not going to do that with Brett Gardner. Now, you may want to speculate, you know, what does this mean? Does it mean, is it Hicks hurt a little more than they're leading on? Um, is maybe DJ hurt a little bit more leading on? They think maybe at some point he's going to have to go on the aisle with this wrist issue. Or perhaps is it someone that, you know, Donaldson brewing. Now, Donaldson did put out a statement officially apologizing uh, for his Jackie comments, you know, to Tim Anderson, you know, included an apology to the Robinson family as well. But, you know, is it something where the Yankees will uh, ticked off with him and then maybe, you know, they're looking to cut him? I just don't think so. I mean, he's making about $23 million per season. Even if Minnesota's pe- picking up a piece of that contract, that's a lot of money just to say someone, hey, stay home. Now, the Yankees kind of did that with A-Rod back in 2016, but the reason there is that A-Rod was physically shot at that point. I don't think that's the case with Donaldson. Yeah, he's 36 years old, and yeah, the bad average isn't great, but you know who else these days in the majors is hitting great average-wise? I mean, just look at Joey Gallo. Hey, he is bopping some home runs, and physically he is good at third base, so I don't think they, it's a situation where they see physically shot. Uh, I just think, you know, yeah, I just, just think that with Carpenter, this is a situation where, all right, you got a couple plays down for about a week or so ago. Let's just bring him in here for and just see how he does well. And if he does well, you know, even if these players come back, you're probably going to end up cutting him anyway. So it's just, it's just a kind of a quick stopgap solution. Generally, you want to bring up maybe someone from the minors, a little, you know, give them a chance. But whatever reason, maybe they don't, they, they like Carpenter's versatility. Uh, so bring him in here. Now, Carpenter did have to shave his beard, uh, has a mustache there. So I guess, you know, him and, uh, Nesta Cortez are kind of like brothers like there. And it seems like a lot of players like him. So, you know, it brings a little uh, veteran leadership. Not that the Yankees really need it. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to have a veteran around uh, just to add you know, some input into the team, bring a little mojo, bring a little chemistry to the to, to the locker room. And so that's Carpenter. So, uh, you know, the Yankees, even a little shorthanded there, not only with position players, but, you know, pitching staff as well, as we all know. Chad Green and Luis Hill done for the year with uh, Tommy John surgery. You have Chapman on the aisle with the Achilles uh, issue. You have Loisga on the aisle with the shoulder inflammation. So even though the Yankees are shorthanded, uh, keep rolling along here. And you got to take the first game down to Tampa 7-2. And so this hopefully you can keep it going. And again, we'll see what Carpenter has. Um, uh, again, he has a left-handed swing there. So maybe gets a couple of easy home runs at Yankee Stadium. So that's all I got for you in Section 420 Talking Yankees. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Get these little inserts throughout the season. Section 420 Talking Yankees. Uh, so I'll just leave it here. And then leave it at you. And ciao, Bella. Thank <laughs> you.